When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Stephanie and Stephanie Talk Tunes, where we share stories and memories connected to the music that has shaped our lives. What's up, y'all? This is Stephanie Pena. Hey, everybody. I'm Stephanie Myers. Great to see you again. Yes, yes, yes. So, hey, Talk Tuners, this is our 40th episode. And this will be the last 40, right? 40. That's huge. That's major. So thanks. Thanks for sticking with us, man. This is going to be our last one before our holiday break, y'all. We do have a special holiday episode that's coming up. So stay with us. Um, And we are going to be kicking off season three in January. So, um, you know, Stephanie and I have to take our little bit of a break, too. But uh, stick with us. We have some good content coming. Um, Myers, you mentioned that, uh, you saw our boy Willie Nelson the other day. Tell us about that show. Yeah. A little musical chit chat before we get into our song of the day. Just want to talk about seeing Willie Nelson recently, who is wonderful. You know, he's just so great. He's 89 years old now and which is incredible. And it was great to see him on the outlaw festival tour. It was out in Irvine at the five point amphitheater. And that was a cool venue. Uh, it's outdoors and it was him on a bill with others. Um, I went, it was five of us. And I think I was the only person to have previously seen him. So I certainly talked him up knowing what a great show he puts on and wanting people to know that they were going to see, you know, this legend and mm-hmm. he didn't disappoint. You know, he has such stage presence. He um, he had COVID um, earlier this year and he has emphysema and it really affected him. Oh, wow. So mm-hmm. he does sit down now for shows. And that's the first time in his 89 years that he sits down for shows, but didn't affect his stage presence. He's out there hyping mm-hmm. the crowd. He just was great. He did all of his classics, um, all of his set lists that he usually does with his hits. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, he's there with these different acts. Um, including the Avett brothers who were there and they were great. They've gotten a lot of press lately. So definitely check them out. The crowd was very excited to see them as well. And I think Willie just knows how to collaborate with folks, right? To be able to say, hey, I'm going to take this generation. I'm going to place myself here. I'm going to invite others to kind of join my little concert family. So he's just really wonderful. And it was a really special night. It was great to be able to see him. He's um, supposed to have a 90-year-old birthday celebration next year, and that's supposed to take place here in L.A. at the Hollywood Bowl, um, and I think a couple other dates, too, but there's supposed to be just a special guest, really cool birthday thing at the Hollywood Bowl for Willie. 
So I'm really hoping that happens. I'm hoping I'm going to be able to go. Um, so yeah, this was probably the third time that I've seen him um, in Irvine. And the first time he signed my arm and uh, talk tuners. If you've been with us, you probably remember we talk about that story in episode five. So go back and check that out. We have a whole episode on Willie Nelson. We love Willie. We love him. Yes. Yes. Willie is amazing. I'm glad you were able to see him. I have no idea that he had COVID to know about his recent uh, ailments. So that's awesome. This goes to show much of a badass he is. He's still going to go out and yeah. do his thing. I just got to sit down. Yeah. Okay, Willie. <laughs> right. I understand, Willie. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so it sounds like you went with some people that have never seen him before. Yeah, no one had seen him. I was the only one. I was like, okay, everybody, like, here's what to expect. Like, he's just so cool. But everybody knew he was cool, right? Because he's Willie Nelson. And right. he was just fantastic. And uh, it was funny because we were kind of like outside of the bleachers when it started. And mm. it was almost started like a stampede. We heard somebody say, Willie's going on. And he just came, he went right into Whiskey River out of nowhere. And we all just like ran, just ran to those seats. And we're like, you can't miss a second of Willie on the stage. Um, and he played with his sons too, which was awesome. Played with his Excellent. Sons. Excellent. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey guys. Yeah. Be sure to listen to that episode. He's always fun to watch. And I absolutely love that memory that we have. Uh, but let's get on to today's topic. We got a good one, y'all. We're discussing our memories around the nineties alternative rock band, Tempe, Arizona's own the gin blossoms and their hit. Hey, jealousy. quite a story and it starts before they even broke on the scene. So I know we wanted to share that with talk tuners who might not know all these, uh, all this little bit of history with them and where they came from. Um, so their original lineup, of course, was Robin Wilson, who to this day is frontman. Um, there's Doug Hopkins, who is lead guitarist and songwriter. Scott Johnson later replaced him we have on bass. We have Bill Lean, guitar, Jesse Venezuela and drums, Philip Rhodes. And the Gin Blossom story starts before they broke with New Miserable Experience, that breakthrough album. It starts with their band member, Doug Hopkins, who had struggled with depression and alcoholism. He wrote a number of the songs on New Miserable Experience, and he tragically died by suicide in 1993. And it just, at, that, at the moment, they were estranged, right? Doug and the rest of the band were estranged, and he would often tell his friends, the gin blossoms are ripping me off. He was um, 
middle of addiction and things were not going well for him. And he was ultimately fired from the band at the label's request um, after they had recorded a miserable experience. And he said, I don't want the band to find success off these songs that I wrote. And so the singles came out, found out about you and his jealousy that started climbing the charts and hit, it was a, uh, it was terrible for him. It was a nightmare for him. Right. right? And it was a big feud. Um, Robin Wilson told Rolling Stone later on years later in 2012, um, that this feud was just a big misconception too about the band itself. He said, there's just bad information that got out there. That we were releasing songs without his permission. He's like, but he and I were in cahoots about which singles to release, what to do. And he said, nobody knows what the fuck happened. I think that kind of sums it up, right? Like nobody really knows what the fuck happened. But we wanted to share all that and just share, you know, the Jim Blossoms went on. They had this career. They continue to have this career. The spirit of Doug followed them as they began work on their follow-up album, Congratulations, I'm Sorry. The title of that album, they'd said, was meant to capture the bittersweet feeling of the Jim Blossoms' success, regrettably coinciding with Doug's death. So it was, it's a lot to take in, right? And so Doug wrote a number of songs off the album, including Hey Jealousy. And then Robin also wrote a number of the band's hits. And then they also co-wrote songs together, Robin and Doug. So they had this very collaborative, creative process. And that caused a little bit of strife, right? But I feel like not everybody knows that history. We wanted to make sure we shared that with folks. Yeah, no, that's super important, Stephanie, extremely heartbreaking um, and sad. And, you know, seeing it from both sides, I can just imagine um, where where Doug was at, you know, in that point in his life. So um, as we know, we don't know what happened. Um, you know, maybe there should have been some royalties. Maybe that didn't happen. Who knows? Um, but regardless, Jim Blossoms has great music and his, you know, Doug's spirit is absolutely alive through um, through the music, period. Um, something that's interesting about the name themselves, uh, Gin Blossoms, it's actually is in reference to uh, these little red blossom-like markings that can happen on your skin if you drink too much alcohol. Normally, it happens with old people. Um, so that's something interesting as well to talk about. But uh, but let's flip it, man. So Gin Blossoms, great band. Hey, Jealousy, a fantastic song. This particular song um, hit number 25 in the U.S. Uh, you know, music charts in October of 1993 and is respectively their most known, well, excuse me, their most well-known song. For those that have Sirius XM subscriptions, I know I do, been doing this since 2005 when Howard Stern switched over from terrestrial to, to satellite, um, long time, but there's a fantastic channel called Lithium. And this channel to, covers 90s alternative. And you can constantly hear, uh, you know, this song, Hey Jealousy and Heavy Rotation, which is great. Um, a little bit about the song Origins himself. It actually did not premiere um, in the 1992 uh, New Miserable Experience album. It was actually first released um, in the band's uh, first album called Dusted. This came out in 1989 on a small Arizona label um, by the name of San Jacinto Records. So um, when it was, it was reproduced for New Miserable Experience, remastered, et cetera. Um, if you listen to the old, old, older version, it's a little bit faster. Um, so just some fun fact around that. Um, you know, and just listening to the song, Hey Jealousy, the, the song itself is about, um, Hopkins wrote it about trying to reconcile with an old girlfriend. 
And uh, you can kind of tell, you know, um, through the lyrics itself that he was having a hard time. Um, and that's what a lot of artists do. They, you know, they do therapy through their art. And, um, you know, in the lyrics, you know, you can see that, uh, you know, Hopkins is having some struggle. There's something not right when it kicks off. Tell me if you think it'd be all right if I just crash here tonight. You can see I'm no shape for driving. Okay, maybe had a little too many. I've got no place to go. Um, but a uh, fantastic song. And one of the, you know, reasons why the band hit, um, got the breakthrough was through video. Yeah, I just think about the Gin Blossoms in the music video age, right? They had such visibility and it's kind of like if you weren't around to see it firsthand in the 90s, it's almost like you forget how ubiquitous they are and everywhere they were. But that's really when I got into them around that age. And I think about how they were constantly on rotation on VH1 and MTV and how Robin Wilson was really the face of the Gin Blossoms. And I think he really is to this day. Um, and I think, oh, you know, if Doug had been around, he probably would have been part of that visibility, too. Um, they were just so able to take the visual medium, I think, and uh, have these clips that have really outlasted any sense of what was happening and is part of their legacy. They were all over these channels. So I just think about the Hey Jealousy video, which uh, feels very 90s, but in the best way, really showcases mm -hmm. their personalities I really like it. And I love all their other videos too. Uh, Till I Fall Away, Allison Road. Uh, they're all just so good. And they were everywhere, right? They were everywhere. So I say like, go do a rewatch of these videos because I really love them. But I think about, yeah, how the Hey Jealousy video really um, continued to propel them and propel that single. Absolutely. So to piggyback off that, you know, and talk tuners, you guys know, I kind of always default to videos. So I'm glad we're chatting about yeah. this. It's such a major part of uh, music at this time, the industry, the artists, this is how they pushed, um, you know, they, they pushed their product, right? This is how we knew um, one of the ways. And of course, through radio. So, um, you know, definitely always on MTV. Um, some cool facts about, uh, you know, around the <clears throat> surrounding the video. Um, the, you know, to go back a little bit in 1992, the album new miserable experience was released. Hey, jealousy was the first single. Well, it didn't really make a big splash. So at this time, uh, Jim Blossoms were on a major record label, A&M records to be exact. Um, in August of 93, they actually, um, put some monies towards, uh, towards a video and towards radio ads. And uh, the video was so great and so catchy that MTV at the time was running, um, this I guess, quote unquote, category called Buzzbin. And they would just show little clips of uh, up and coming artists. So, um, you know, things that would, I just remember seeing Hey Jealousy on there and that's where I was introduced. And I'm like, okay, cool. I see this little commercial for um, all these up and coming bands. Hey Jealousy, super catchy. Love the rhythm, love the guitar. I was like, yeah. So that's where my love affair started as well. Um, so goes to show, you know, <laughs> MTV definitely helped a lot of artists, uh, break through for sure. Um, Hey guys, but aside from Hey Jealousy, just giving Jim Blossoms their credit, they are definitely not a one hit wonder y'all. All right. Um, so found out about you actually hit number 25 in the U S charts in 1994. Um, they have other big hits like follow you down till I hear it from you, which was off the uh, 1995 Empire Records movie soundtrack. Um, just a little tidbit about this, because we're talking about 90s, it goes in the flavor. <laughs> Empire Records is that movie with Liv Tyler, who's Steven Tyler, lead singer of Aerosmith's daughter. 
it's centered around a record store and they're all getting excited about this mega pop star mm-hmm. named Rex Manning. Um, you know, I, we might have some listeners who may still celebrate Rex Manning day. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Rex Manning thing. Rex Manning day is a thing. The movie is super ridic- ridiculous. I like it. I know Steph, you're on the flip side of that. I am. But I try to bring only positivity to this podcast. I'll just say it's one of my least favorite movies. And maybe it's because of Rex Manning. Um, sure. But, you know, but I always see it in my feed, you know what I mean? And people are celebrating Rex Manning Day. And I say, more power to them. More power to them. Great yeah, Matthew Lillard. Yeah, great Matthew Lillard uh, role in there. Soundtrack's great. Uh, and I appreciate that. But yeah, Jim Blossoms had a, had a hit off that soundtrack. So they were, you know, they showed up in all these different spaces, right? They showed mm-hmm. up in all these different spaces. So I think about that one. And then I just think about all my faves, which were, you know, at that time it was, uh, you know, Until I Fall Away, Hey Jealousy, Allison Road, uh, Mrs. Rita, Cajun Song. They just had all these hits off of Miserable Experience. To this mm-hmm. day, I just, I love that album. It's definitely re-listable and it holds up and then i think oh yeah that that 30 year old album that's a 30 year old album holy crap um i don't even know i we gotta process that later pena we're gonna process that together later that that's a 30 year old album but it's fine i'm okay with it it just feels yeah. I just feel old. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest. The other day I was walking out of a chain restaurant and I heard, hey, Jealousy. Not going to lie. Yeah. I'm so sure, 30 I'm years sure. ago, you know, now you can hear your favorite jams in the grocery store, wherever you go. It's all right. Um, we're getting old, but always just better. All right. We're timeless because you can find. Timeless. <laughs> we're timeless, right? Timeless. I was just going to say, speaking of timelessness, they also just had a road just recently dedicated to them in Tempe. Um, called Allison Road, named after the song. I thought that was so cool, so long overdue. It literally just happened like last month. I was like, man, that just, it showcases how they've managed to stay on the radar, right? And how they are these not only local darlings, but are really treasured, right? Like they're treasured as this band. So I thought that was so neat and so timely for this. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. That's good stuff. That's pretty dope. Um, and it's funny you bring it up that it's 30 years old because um, I'm you know, doing research for this show. Um, and of course, they're a big deal in uh, you know, Arizona in general. Yeah, from Tempe, but they actually had a big following in Phoenix. So, um, you know, just like any other band that's from a, uh, you know, from a from a particular state, they'll they'll make it big in, in other cities or there's loved in the state of Arizona. With that said, though, um, there's actually a film um, about Doug Hopkins' uh, life. His best friend, Brian Smith, and his wife, Maggie Smith, happen to be filmmakers. So um, in regards to, you know, in honor of 30th anniversary, um, the husband and wife were doing a film about uh, Doug Hopkins' life. I think that's pretty cool. So, yeah. That's really uh, neat. You know, Let's let's flip the script here and just we'll flip the switch, shall I say, and talk about our memories because we both <laughs> we both have uh, been fortunate enough to see the Gin Blossoms live um, and have uh, and have some good stuff to talk about it. Yeah, and I love how we showcase our memories on this show, right? And just say, hey, here's what we connect to the music. So just think about something that I really connect to the Gin Blossoms is when I took my sister Kim to see them in 2009. 
at the BB King's venue, and that's in Times Square. Um, if you've never been to BB King's music video, it's one of the less annoying things about Times Square. Um, it's a cool venue to see people. I saw many, many great shows there over the years, including Chuck Berry, um, The Misfits, uh, talk about them in episode 14. They're awesome. Mm. Um, I saw Taylor Dane, The Tubes, uh, tons more. So uh, anyway, we're there for that show. We're there at the very front. Uh, we're loving it. I kind of rarely was in the very front at BB King's because there's like seating and it's like a chiller place, but it was like, we were there like at the very front of the stage. Um, and at one point, uh, Robin reached down and gave my sister the tambourine to play during Hey Jealousy. And um, she got to like play it and like pass around while the band like jammed up there. So that was a pretty great memory um, that I associate with the band and with the song. And I thought that was so much fun. And I thought that was such a cool little way to connect with the band. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, it's not very common for an artist to hand over any musical instrument and be like, hey, play this. That's cool. <laughs> play Go, Kim. <laughs> awesome. So I have my own set of memories as well. Um, I, my, my husband and I saw them in the weirdest place, a very small theater um, in New Braunfels, Texas, which is a city right outside of San Antonio in 2014. Um, I remember, uh, and the funny thing is, is that I remember telling you about the show, Stephanie, because I know that we both really like them and how caught off guard I was about the tambourine. I was like, <laughs> it just came out of nowhere. You're like, like okay, why is he passing around um, this tambourine? Okay, there's a tambourine. And Robin really was kind of using it to like woo the ladies and bring the crowd in. <laughs> um, it was pretty funny. And, uh, and you're just like saying, oh my God, Kim actually played the tambourine when we saw him. Like, oh my God, I didn't know that Robin Wilson is a tambourine man. Um, I've never heard the tambourine in the music, um, but you know, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was good. The show was great and I'm glad we were able to catch him. I gotta, I gotta just add, like, especially since uh, the 90s, was just like kind of a long time music crush of mine. So yeah, I had this crush on Robin and I think he's great and I think he's still great. So props to the Jim Blossoms in general for still being around, still being out there, still touring. And then I was also just going to talk about, you know, they're also really in several of my karaoke go-tos. I just have to say it's like uh, Robin Wilson's voice is definitely in my range. So sometimes for karaoke, I'll do like, hey, Jealousy, or found out about you. Um, there's some others as well. There's definitely video footage of me taken by friends um, that's out there, me performing these Gin Blossoms classics. Um, definitely a Cat's Meow in Vegas, which is a very cool karaoke venue. But there's such a, you know, the Gin Blossoms are just such a fabric um, of my musical being. So just a, a big fan, and I'm glad we got to talk about them today. We want to hear about the power of music in your lives, Talk Tuners. Please send us your Gin Blossoms memories. We'd love to hear them, and we will, you know, talk about them on a future episode. You can connect with us on social or directly by Gmail. We are in all the places. We are on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, at Stephanie's Talk Tunes. We are on Twitter as at Stephanie's Talk, and we are on email Stephanie's talk tunes at gmail.com. If you want to find us that way, please feel free. I've had a great time today and I will see you 
for the holiday episode, Talk Tuners. That's on December 21st. In the meantime, we hope you have great holidays. Season three coming up in January. I'll see you soon. Love you. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.